When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you on a Redemption Thursday. Doing all right out there? Everybody all right? Come on in. Let's do this thing. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Director Matthew in the house. That's a good thing too. And on Twitter, it's at Cameron Show. So I've got them. I'll be rolling them out here in just a second. Redemption Thursday. Just a reminder, by the way, really quickly, that uh, it ends this week as far as the dollar deal. So let's get with the getting, everybody. One buck. That's it. It's flashing. Calling all FSU fans. One dollar for one year. Warchant.com. Deal ends this week. Today's Thursday. Let's go. Join 12,000-plus of your mm. brethren mm-hmm. and sisters on the Warchant.com community, and uh, you will enumerate larger than most Miami home games. There you go. That part is absolutely accurate, um, and uh, especially after what happened with Middle Tennessee. Imagine that is going to grow the population or not. No, sparse. Sparse. Love to see effort called into question early in a head coach's career. <laughs> um. So you're not going to like me today. I don't mean you guys and Tom or anything like that. You're just not going to like an action that I, I made here on the Redemption. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to oh, like. No. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to like it, buddy. Let's let's get these bad boys out. Here's the problem. Here's here's the problem. I have been below average, followed by mediocre, then incredible, downright amazing, followed by ass sorry no consistency on the year i'm below average i'm sub 500 with these guys it hurts the soul our ass is in the jackpot now okay tired of it tom need another bounce back week here and then let's get some evening out of the process i am this roller coaster will not stand our ass is in the jackpot now okay you guys won last night didn't you like a wild finish wasn't it it was a wild half an hour sequence, yeah. Uh, down four nothing. Eduardo Escobar drives in all five runs. He two, good job, Eduardo. Yeah, yeah. Two in the seventh, two in the eighth, and the winner in the tenth. Go figure. And then the Braves tied up the Nationals in the eighth inning, two two. Mm-hmm. Figuring that's going to be it, right? If it, if, should it do seemed it, like right? the Braves tie up the Nats, they're going to win. And the Nats walking off an extra inning. Oh, boy. What a a tough loss for the Braves there. That's a preamble. Still, this weekend is massive, massive implications everywhere. But since you own the tiebreaker going into the weekend with a game lead, is that what it is right now? Yes. That's got to be feeling good. It's like a two-game lead. Ostensibly a two-game lead, but you got to win one of the three in order to hold the tiebreaker advantage. If you get swept, you deserve to lose the division. Correct. 100% correct. That's it. I mean, you deserve to lose. That's it. They're a good ball club. What are you going to do? Yeah. We'll find out. Win some damn games. That's what you're going to do. Uh, all right. 
So I I can't get it rolling. I, I that's the the problem here. I'm hoping this is the start. I thought last the, two weeks ago when I went eight and two. I mean that's I mean I guess the number eight and two is about as good as you're gonna do. Absolutely. And then uh, and then you know then last week, the betting gods just wore me out. I could. I was like, this is not. Didn't you challenge the gods over I something? I said something. I said you something. You did. Oh, I got a little cocky. Was it the Thursday game? It was something. Well, no, after I went eight and two, I was like, all right, come get you some. Oh, yeah. Come get you some. Yep. You don't want any of this right here. I'm on a heater now. I'm eight and two. And they went, we will. We will come get you some. And they did. <laughs> they did. So I didn't get skunked, but close to. We need to bounce back. Here they are, baby. You'll note that I still was able to steer clear to the NFL this week. Just tired of it. I got no shot. Good to see you, Metro Deli. I don't see why not. Navy versus Air Force over 37. (laughs) 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 We come out the gate swinging, don't we? Hey. This is going to get into the 40s. This is going to get into the 40s right here. Navy, Air Force, over 37 and a half. Let's go. Yeah, Life Spectator, this is it. It's time. I locked it in this morning. Texas Tech plus seven and a half against K-State. Now, I'm betting against Adrian Martinez. I'm not a believer that just because for a day he was Jesus under center which was last Saturday against Oklahoma, that he can somehow find it again. I'm not buying it. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Texas, uh, no, sorry, Illinois plus seven versus Wisconsin. I clearly skipped over that a moment ago. Going back to the Bielema's. Interesting. Wisconsin is just a big pile of butt. This team has zero athletes. Every time I watch them, I'm offended. That's it. That's right, Wisconsin. That blank-ass stare, 38 to nothing in the second quarter. You should be used to it by now. That one feels personal. I'm going to stay away from that one. Well, I'm getting seven. Can Wisconsin score seven? They'll probably win three to nothing, and I'll cover. Army minus seven and a half against Georgia State. Feel good about this one. Go back to last year. (laughs) Holy Jesus. Yeah, that matchup a year ago was a real problem for Georgia State. They struggled with the mighty option, buddy. I don't know. They've had an entire offseason to get used to it, but I'm not buying it. You can't replicate it, Tom. You can't replicate it. Arkansas getting at the time that I made the bet. I think it's down to 17 even now, but I bet this thing at 17 and a half. That hook, if you can find it, you kind of got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. It's a home game, Suey. Right? At home? Come on, Jefferson. Keep it within 17 and a half. LSU laying the eight to Auburn. I will bet against Auburn every week until I lose. I haven't lost yet. Auburn described aptly just like Wisconsin. West Virginia plus nine and a half against Texas. There's trouble in Texas. They're coming for his job already, Tom. It's a good pick. They don't like them. It's nine and a half. I think West Virginia will throw the ball on Texas. I do. I really do. I don't need them to win, but I need those nine and a half points. Duke laying two and a half against Virginia. If you've noticed, I pretty much bet against Virginia every week now. They uh, got their revenge last week in my uh, week of terror 
but they did lose to Syracuse. A lot of circumstances had to go uh, that, the it, way of the cover, yeah. You, you understand how mm-hmm. – I knew my weekend was screwed. I, that game was the Friday night, right? Uh, yeah. I remember sitting there thinking, uh, oh, really, this is how we're going to roll out here on the weekend. This is what we're going to do, not cover against uh, – mm-hmm. Virginia, yeah. Syracuse. That's like missing your first front end of your one and ones in uh, college basketball. Yeah, that's oh, it, oh yeah. okay. So we're gonna, yeah, little eight for twenty two today from the stripe. <laughs> All right. All right. And finally, I just don't like the number. I mean, Ole Miss may win the game, but I'll take Kentucky plus seven. The Fighting Mark Stoops are are tough. That's a really fascinating game. That's a big number. I'm really intrigued by that game. I like it. It's a fun. Uh, it's a fun game. You're right, Ian. Virginia's dead to me. I wash my hands of Virginia. I I am I am I'm dead. Uh, they are they are dead to me. Two teams in the coastal that offensively have gone asleep after having productive years last year: Miami and Virginia. There goes Virginia. <laughs> Say yourself a prayer. So there you go. That's what we got. It is. Uh, it's it's ten games. It's all college. You, you skipped over one. Oh, did I? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Seven is too rich for my blood. That's not what you do. Listen, we don't bet on emotion. That's not what you do. We don't bet with emotion out here. I know you think that this is beginning to get personal with Wisconsin and me and Virginia and me, and maybe it is, maybe it is, but I legitimately think that those are good bets for the reason of just winning the bet. Uh, The FSU game, I said earlier in the week, if it were six or below, I'd take FSU. If it got to seven, I'd have to bet Wake. That's not what you do. I think it's a one-score game. I'm taking Wake Forest plus seven. Ooh. I want to lose that bet. Yes, you do. I would like to lose that bet. I'd like to lose that bet resoundingly. That's not a very good bet. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you think it's a good bet. You I, don't think Forest State's blowing out Wake Forest. You don't. No, but if you had to pick one team that would blow out the other, I would pick Florida State in this game. Once again, which is a very strange place because I feel like that's four out of five, five out of five, that that's the case so far this year. Hedge your happiness, writes P. Simpson. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do think, again, that I'm not going to picture Adrian Martinez rushing for 200-plus yards on a joker again, Noel Kev. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. So there we are. So of those, I remember Marcus. I remember you yesterday. He said, which one's a winner? Which one do you really love, Jeff? That was the Oh, uh, he, he desperately wanted an answer for what's that What's your one, right? favorite? Is it your first one with the service <laughs> academies over? No. Uh, I know, hey, Listen, Aaron, I did. I did pick that. You're right on the show or whatever it was. I, I thought about it, but then the more I thought about it, and actually there is a reason for this. I didn't willy-nilly say 4130 FSU, Aaron, and then go back on that with these picks. I actually... Started thinking a little bit more about it, A, and B, it looks like we're going to have very good weather. I think a wet weather game would have helped Florida State, to be honest with you. Or a windy game. Or a yeah. windy game. Either either one that hurt the passing game I thought would help Florida State. Now it looks like it's going to be nice. Yeah, it could be slightly gusty, but nothing akin to what you thought earlier in the week, so right? I, I, yeah, right. What I, so weather conditions have now changed the way I view this game to some degree. It shifts in the spread. I still have FSU winning the game and a tight one. I think um, the other part of this is I'm not real sure who's playing for Florida State. 
And that makes me nervous about giving seven points. Um, I'm, I'm worried about whether or not Verse is going to play. And I don't know the answer. Yeah, that's a fair fair question. If Verse doesn't play and we can't affect the mesh, man, I don't trust us to cover it. Well, and also McClendon went down late in the game last week, or in the second half at least. Mm-hmm. So what are your options there? Yeah, no, they're not good. Yeah. It's Peyton, it's Briggs, Warner, and I mean Right. 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 So that you're you're helping me here make my case. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm a helper. No, but I'm saying that it went into my thought. I mean, I wasn't just sitting around like, ah, oh, screw it. I, and now that I think about it, no. I mean, I the fact that we're going to have great conditions, which I'm happy about because I'm going to be in the stadium, so I'm glad we have great conditions. But I do think a really rainy game or a really windy game that affected, adversely affected the passing game actually would hurt Wake a lot more because I think we can line up and run the ball against them and utilize Jordan's legs. My hope is also that they're beat up, that all the posturing from Mr. Clawson, uh, you know, has more to do with him efforting to get out of this game just because they're beat to hell after the Clemson game, and he knows he could use a break. It's a good hypothesis. I'd like that to be the case. I have a different hypothesis. I think he, along with perhaps a few other coaches in the ACC, believe that Mike Norvell ducked games during COVID, and I think he may fall in that group. So that's just a thought. There's some reason behind that. But anyhow, the point is, I think he... I don't know. The Clemson one, I, I think, is beyond reproach at, at minimum. Yeah, the oh, Clemson... The sir. fact that it didn't happen. I believe... Oh, no, I'm I don't say, think we were... I, I didn't say we did. Oh, okay. What you said... I it, said... It, it sounded as though you said it's... I feel like there might be some... No, 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 no. Validity I, to the, their coaches. No, no, no. I be, No, no. I'm not willy-nilly going off half-cock telling you that I think that there are some ACC coaches who believe that Mike Norvell could have played some games during the COVID year that he didn't play. I'm saying they think that. I, I'm not saying they're right. No, cur- okay, all right. Yeah. I'm not saying they're right. But they, they're, th- that, that's a belief by some of those coaches. Yeah, 100%. Without question. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe that, along with being a little banged up, might have been the root of uh, some of the comments that were made earlier this week by Coach Clawson. I think he immediately regretted it. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, screw him. Right? Screw him. I got you. Well, yeah. But I'm just letting you know that that kind of permeates the, the, the thinking of some of the coaches in this league. So, you know who Clawson reminds me of this week? Because I think in most – I was asked this question today by a friend about, so do Florida State fans now not like this dude? And I, I think now he's on the list. He's made the list. <laughs> You've made the list? Yeah. he's made. Whereas about five days ago you said, oh, good for this guy. You know, we can't get our stuff together. We're finally starting to, but this guy has done so much with so little. He's a good coach, though. Right. There's right. no getting around that. And good for him. I think that was the attitude of this fan base until the comments started circulating. And now you go, what the hell, man? What do we ever do to you except, you know, lose some games? What's your problem with us? What's your beef with us? And to me, he strikes me as the guy we do this with probables a lot, that you go play golf with, and he's all smiles in the first hole, in the mm-hmm. third, and the fifth hole. But then you're starting to beat him, like really, and it's becoming apparent by the ninth or the tenth. And then he turns petty. No, 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 no. You can't. No, no, that's not good. you got to put that out. Mm-hmm. When it was a friendly game beforehand, yeah, it's he goes, not friendly what anymore. happened to you? Yeah, it's not friendly anymore. you got to stick somewhere that it shouldn't be, man. What's so you going think, on? You think, you think it's gotten a little – now this is going to become a thing now. This is going to be a real uh, rivalry. Um, I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully we've turned the corner and this is they're on their way down after well, all these Sam COVID Harvard eligibility. Well, Sam can't play for 10 yeah. years. <laughs> yes, yeah. I yeah. mean, at some point the dude has to move it along to the NFL. Let's go. Or not. 
well, I mean, Sam's a good player. He's going to get a shot. He'll get a shot. He's going to yes. get a shot in the yeah. league. There are worse backups than Sam Hartman on Wake oh, Forest. Correct. I mean, he's, he's yeah. go, Sam's going to be in the league, period. He is. Now, I don't know if he's going to start and be any good, but he's going to be in the league. Um, and it's hard to get into the league. you got to be a good player. So I give him credit, and I give Clawson credit. And, you know, it was petty what he did earlier this week. It inferred an awful lot. I think it was born from the frustration of a couple of years ago. But I don't um, – I, I don't know. I, I'm indifferent. I, I would like to be more indifferent to Wake Forest moving forward. I, I, if we're going to get to where we need to go, and obviously, and I use this phrase a lot, but it's true, if Wake ends up operating at peak efficiency and Florida State operates at peak efficiency, this is not much of a contest. These aren't games we worry about moving forward if Florida State is, again, at peak efficiency because they can't get the athletes we get, period. And it won't be much of a game if we arrive at that place. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not deep enough or good enough or talented enough at every segment group to be able to just say that. And I, I think Wake Forest keeps this game close. Now, if they're beat up, if it takes them a little while to get going, do you avalanche them? Do you snowball here? Does this become something where they become infinitely predictable because they're down a couple of scores? I hope. That is, the that is in, to your point, that you just made, which is that you think if one team's going to blow the other team out, it's going to be FSU blowing Wake Forest out. The only way that happens is if Florida State gets out to a lead, maybe a couple score lead, and now you know exactly what Wake has to do. Right. There, you don't you don't have to respect the play fake. You don't have to expect respect the run at all. You just pin the ears and let's go. Yeah. You, you if that happens, that leads to turnovers and opportunities and yes, maybe. The only thing I'd say is though, whoever gets an early lead in this game, don't take your foot off the gas because no. the other has proven. The and other they side all has proven. Can score, yes. Yeah, 14 and nothing at home. It looks like, you know, there's no pulse whatsoever for Wake. Next thing you know, they're winning the ball game in the second half late in the second half. And for Florida State, we've battled back from adversity the likes of which I don't know many other ACC teams have been through this year on the road at Louisville. Find a way to win that football game with your backup quarterback and several other backups. So both of these teams cannot rest even with a two-score lead at halftime or the third quarter because the next thing you know... I also feel like that seven points in my wager is, uh, you know, in a lot of ways uh, counting on a backdoor. I mean, I, I, because of all the scoring, you know. Um, I mean, again... You know, you could see Florida State up 41 to 20 or something weird like that. And yep. then next thing you know, the game ends and it's 41 34. And you're like, really? Well, that's the thing that I backdoored. I know what we did against LSU. And in the second and third quarters, we dominated that football game. And down the stretch, you're, you're doing just as you just did right now. Are you kidding me? We're going to lose this game. <laughs> but I love the lesson and, and how it was applied, what was learned against LSU for Boston College. I know BC's no great shakes. We didn't do a lot of things perfectly in the first half and still were out to that lead. There were mistakes that we overcame with other plays that were made. So basically the attitude was not today. No, 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 no. We're not messing around today. I know we just screwed up, put ourselves in fourth and nine, but we're going down and we're scoring right now. Mm -hmm. I know we took a block in the back and it's second and 12. I'm going to roll out right and make a play and we're on. Now we're moving. We're going to go 90 yards and we're going to score a touchdown. I love the finish out of the group against Boston College. That's not a nothing lesson, even though Boston College is a lesser than opponent. Because against LSU, you didn't do that. You didn't finish the game. So you'll need to do that this weekend, though, in order to beat Wake. I want to look up something while we're here before we go to break here. I'm hearing that this line is moving again. Well, let's go to break and come back and address this. I, it's interesting if that's true. Um, we're continuing to try to find 
these little nuggets for both teams. Uh, personnel is really important. <laughs> it's not one of those things. Like, this isn't weather. Personnel is really important. It's Jeff Cambridge on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply You could score a VIP fan experience at the FSU-UF football game. I was going to say home game. I don't know why. I was just going to go off script there, Tom, and I got a little flustered. Well, it's not. I mean, they're playing basketball eight days earlier. I know. Here. I'm excited about 8 p.m. That. Yeah. You could score a VIP fan experience at the FSU-UF game on Friday, November the 25th. There you go. That's the one. Courtesy of Bud Light and Tri-Eagle Sales. Seven days earlier. Sorry. It's a Friday thing. I'm still thrown off by that FSU-UF Friday kick. Yeah, and people are upset about it, but it sold out. It did? Yesterday it did. It did. Sold out, yeah. Text Bud Light Fan 22. I saw Mike Laporn last night. Good to see old Mike. Glad he's doing well. Triangle sales, everybody. I'm just, it's I relevant. still got your Palomas in the car. I've got to make sure today. Are you sitting there getting beat down by the heat? Well, come on, Tommy. You're going to, you can't you're have You're allowed alcohol. to walk over you, to my well, car, too. You this didn't is... tell me that it was sitting in the car. I said I picked it up. Come on, man. Text Bud Light Fan 22 to 855-297-9460. That's 855-297-9460 for a chance to win sideline passes, hospitality passes, two tickets to the game, plus Bud Light and FSU fan gear. That's Bud Light Fan 22 to 855-297-9460. Make your football season epic with Bud Light. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter, and uh, complete contest rules are there on the website, trieaglesales.com. There's also some neutral for you, which is a little vodka soda action. So we've got, it's a good Thursday for you. What kind of soda? I don't, I don't really... No, it's vodka soda, like, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, tonic. Yeah, or, like, well, it's not yeah, tonic, yeah, it's but like, yeah, I soda water. Soda water, yeah, yeah. Tonic is very different. I'm yeah. sorry. No, that's all right. That's the right. tonic people out there. Yeah, the time for that would have been a couple weeks ago when it was hot, Tom. Yeah. That's too nice now. The people who are on the tonic versus the soda thing are much like uh, the Buckies versus the Busy Bee people with the gas stations. They take great pride in, in their arguments in noting, over which? The, noting the difference. Yes, aren't they this pretty similar? I uh, think except, so. Except for Buckies is bigger, right? Bucky, big, Buckies is bigger. Oh, I thought you were talking about tonic and sorry soda. Uh, yeah, Buckies is a larger institution. Yes. I want to really quick. I didn't get to do it in the outset. This is my fault. We got carried away with the football, and it's easy to do, man. We love football, and I love Redemption Thursday. But uh, for those going through a real hard time here in the state, and if you're listening to me for escapism, because a lot of you have over the past years, and I, I'm i always greatly uh, affected when you guys reach out and say things like that because um, it means the world to us that you're listening. But to, to take the time to write to us and say, hey, thanks for doing a show today. You know, we're underwater here. or The winds have torn up my house. It's the least we can do, and I mean that. You're in our thoughts, all of you dealing with this, and 
South Florida and West Florida, all that. I mean, guys, we know the area is most affected, obviously. We've all watched this horrific uh, images come across our television sets over the last 24 hours in uh, Fort Myers and Naples and Punta Gorda and all those places. It's just, it's awful. And um, you've been, you guys have been on my mind today. And uh, late last night, I was doing a lot of thinking about how awful it must be uh, to, to have the thing that you, you trust the most, which is your family intact and you're, you're safe in your home and all that, have that be ripped up and have your life ripped apart. So we wish you nothing but the best. So I want to get that out there at the beginning. know a lot of people down in that area that have been affected. And, you know, my parents were affected, uh, but n- no bodily harm or anything like that. But it's a war zone where they are. It's, it's, it's sad. And so um, seeing those pictures and then extrapolating out from – places where it's even worse uh, i really I, I gosh my heart bleeds for you what are they doing they're coming up no they're working on their home they are wow. um they they have uh they're going to spend the next however many weeks uh that it's going to take to to kind of get things back to normal um i offered to go back down there and uh my mom said nope <laughs> don't want you down here it's uh you'd have trouble getting in first of all and then secondly um you know, we have no power and, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to feed you or do anything with you. So I was like, mom, I mean, I can help you, but, um, you know, they've got, they've got friends and people coming over. So it's, it, it, but listen, they, they would be the first to tell you that there are people all around them way worse off. So I don't want to paint the wrong picture. Uh, it's, it's, it's just awful. So we move on. Uh, I just, it just, it was eating at me and I realized I didn't do it to start the show. So there you go. Uh, by the way, those of you who have decided to go head-to-head with me uh, opposite the Florida State Wake game because I took Wake plus seven, remember, this is all for charity, guys. Have at it. Let's go. If I lose, great, great. I will donate lots of non-perishable food items to uh, the charity of my choice, just as you, if you lose to me, will do the same to the charity of your choice, places that could use these non-perishable food goods that we wager every week on Redemption Thursday. For those that don't know the purpose of this, that's what it's for. It began all these years ago. We used to bet cereal, Tom, in the mornings. I used to bet cereal for years. Uh, and then, then from there, we went on uh, to betting non-perishable food items. Could be, could be stew, for example, just a big can of stew, Tom. You could, uh, you could can uh, peaches if you'd like. You could do that, too. Or pears. Was it the denty stew that Nate always would... Uh, I thought that was Mario. Denti. I thought TPE used to do the Denti's beef uh, stew. I think, I Were think you right? you, Ghost maybe Pepper right. used to as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's where it's at. And, um, you know, um, I will tell you a little secret about me. Uh-oh. I like the canned spinach. Do you really? I really do. I never thought I'd like canned anything, really. Canned spinach is good. Canned beer. Well, that's true, and I really have a fondness for that. So that is, the <laughs> uh, I, yes, you're right. But uh, and you can't really can't really donate the beers. I don't think to some of the places that we're we're talking about here. There's another twenty bucks that's going to a local charity, uh, courtesy of Buffalo Tom. Good job, Tom. Who, who wagered uh, me last week, and he said Bills minus fourteen. They lost mm. the game outright. My goodness gracious! Yeah, so. I mean, I would have been happy to pay the public's gift card, but that, those were the stakes. And so the Bills lost outright. We should have bet some side cash on top of the donation, I wish. Yeah. I want to answer Evan's uh, question here. He writes, I'm seven minutes behind, but Jeff, aren't we deep? We aren't deep? Question mark. We've been crazy injured and still 4-0 because of our depth. 
Yeah, I didn't. I, we have better depth than we've had in years. We're not deep anymore. If if Verse isn't going to play, and I don't know if he is or he isn't, uh, Fabian Lovett's not going to play. I, I believe that wholeheartedly he's not going to play. I mean, we see the man on a, you know, on the sidelines during a game in a big ass boot and a little buggy thing. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's going to play. Um, the boot's not a concern. It's when they bring the buggy. The out, buggy. Right? Yeah. You got the buggy out here, uh, and and. Name the passing offense that we have faced. Name, name the, the great passing offense that Florida State's faced in terms of drop-back pass game. Louisville had two receivers go down in the game, and he hurt us because of the ability to scramble more than anything oh, else. Jesus. So the drop-back pass game, or just the passing game in general, that is executed at a high level, Florida State hasn't faced one yet. They do Saturday. And if you cannot disrupt the mesh, and they got all day to get open. I don't care if you run too high or what you do. That guy's going to find somebody. He's going to get open. They've got some guys that can get open, and he'll find them. So I think that's why I fear the the injuries that Florida State have had. It's not just that you've been able to get by because you are deeper than you've been. But now it shows up if you can't get pressure on the quarterback. Now, if you have to bring exotics and do different things, you've got a guy that could do something about it if he reads it pre-snap. And in many cases, we're so damn slow in getting to the quarterback when we send people. Yeah, We make it terribly obvious. We're not good at it. No, we're better from... We're better when we do the stunts up front. The stunts are good, and then the blitzes from in the box. But these secondary blitzes... The unfortunate thing here is it's it's an incomplete story. If I just say simply the the secondary never gets home on time, because against LSU when when Fuller blitzed Akeem Dent and Jamie Robinson, it was now and mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they were close to the line of scrimmage. But if we ever call anything that's any distance at all from the ball or the line of scrimmage, we were joking about it before the show started. We're in the era of the widescreen television, and we can't see the guys that are coming on the blitz. How is the safety out out of the picture, out of the frame? Yeah, the picture before the snap, <laughs> and still, I mean, you know. Shaheem got home once on a, on that kind of a pressure against Boston College. He will not against Wake Forest if you're that late on the blitz. And our corner blitzes take forever, too, and they're not good at it. No, they're not. So, again, there's reason to be concerned. This is our concern, dude. I'm not saying Florida State can't win because if I'm Wake Forest, if I'm doing this show, if the Jeff Cameron show is uh, regarding a central theme of the Demon Deacons. What a multiverse that is that I'm talking today about the fact that I don't think we can stop Florida State. My conversation would be, guys, good thing we can score, and I think we will against Florida State because we're sure as hell not going to stop them. Not with the way that quarterback's playing. They've got a better quarterback than the one we just played. That would be the take, right? Yeah, the take would be, have you seen how much Jordan Travis has grown up? Have you seen how much this offense has grown up? They've got a respectable, not good, but respectable offensive line. They've got a three-headed running back room, all of which is, are effective, all of whom are effective. They've got wide receivers that every week feature a different guy in a starring role. So there's a depth at wide receiver that they haven't had. The tight end room isn't great, but I'll be damned if Cam McDonald's not running wide ass open every week. The quarterback pre-snaps. He's accurate in the middle of the field in a way he never was. And if you do blitz him, he's going to make that guy miss. So we're not going to stop Florida State's offense. That's Jeff Cameron doing the Wake Forest show. That's what that is. And I think that's accurate. 
But conversely, since I am here and I'm doing the show here and I'm doing it for our beloved Knowles, I will tell you I think we're going to have a hard time stopping them, and I could see this being a shootout. I thought earlier in the week that rain would have a major impact on this game. doesn't look like it's going to at all. And I thought maybe, if not rain, a lot of wind. doesn't look like that's going to be a problem either. So let's get it on. Let's get on 44-41, 41-34, whatever. Let's go. Here's an oversimplified take. If Florida State is only guilty of two to three pass interference calls, I like our chances a lot more. Because I'll, I'll revisit yesterday's well, thought, which is it's not just that he hits really accurate throws when in scoring range. And for them, scoring range is at the 30 or the 35-yard line. I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. With the way that mesh goes, yeah. you, you're, you're in the red zone around the 30 with that <laughs> offense. Yeah. But, I mean, every other throw down the field is – how many PIs were they flagged for, Clemson? Seven? So, Eight? Yeah, and that kid had well, – the one kid had a real hard time. He made the pass breakup at the end of the yeah. game, but it was also a desperate He's not a bad player. He's just – he's put in a terrible position over and over and over. He didn't exactly make plays. Uh, the, the only thing I'd say, too, is, again, I don't know – you know, coaches lobby for things before games all the time. And when they see something on film that a team does over and over and over again that they think is borderline nonsense or whatever it might be, they get into co- into referees here before the game. Hey, look, you know this some bitch gonna throw it straight up in the air the second he's pressured, and it's gonna be thirty yards short of the target, and they're gonna count on you to throw that flag on every single play. It's nonsense. Don't bail them out for these uncatchable passes. Don't you do it? You know, I mean, there's I gotta gonna get that audio. <laughs> Don't you do it? <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, right. Don't you do it? But they, but they have time and again. And I, I said it was akin to all those years that Duke got the benefit of the doubt in basketball because their reputation preceded them, which was that they play lockdown defense and they're technically sound. Yeah, they also hack the bejesus out of people and never get called for it because the reputation is that they do everything right. And the same thing happens with this Wake Forest offense. They're forever throwing flags for pass interference on balls that are thrown straight up in the air 30 yards short. Look, man. You do have to watch yourself. Can't tackle the guy when he turns back to make a play on the ball. I got you. You can't do that. I mean, I, even if it is well, really short. Yeah, game. there's a difference between the Renardo Green penalty in the first quarter against Louisville, which right. is just you're out of position and you're you're guilty. Yeah. You are guilty. You're guilty, right. And some of the crap we saw last week, which is, okay, we're playing 500 here? Yeah. Is that right. what we're throw doing? straight up in the air. 500! Oh, yeah, no. And it's that one kid that you never want to throw the ball because somebody's <laughs> going to get hurt. Two dudes are going to collide and go head first. Oh, man. It was a simpler time when the game of 500 could be played by youths and outfields everywhere. We'd throw baseballs straight up. Ooh, baseballs? We'd do it baseballs, Ooh, yeah. Degree of difficulty oh, and pain. Oh, yeah, we'd do it. You put, put a little risk into there. Got to have a little heart. It's not as dangerous as Red Rover, but that's kind of yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Good times. And the funny thing is we thought nothing of playing it for like four hours. <laughs> Who the hell plays anything for four hours anymore? Phone, the video game's calling Unless you. Unless it's Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Well, that or the stupid Fortnite, which I could shoot the inventor of Fortnite. Chef Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, buddy, the Colt come out with a new record, I think, next month. Really? Crossing my fingers. When you get up there in age, you don't know. You don't know. Could be garbage, but I'm going to root for a... A good outcome here. Every once in a while, you get surprised. Uh, you though. do, you do. It's right. Yeah, I've been your uh, psychedelic furs. Oh man, blown away! That's a great record. I thought there was zero chance of that. 
I I almost apprehensively hit play when that record came out. I was like, oh, well, we'll see. I mean, Richard Butler's like 65. Let's see. It, it, a letter to you by the boss. Yeah. That was good. There's several really, well, he defies the odds. But, yeah. yeah there's a lot. Uh, pre-game, post-game, no game at all. Anytime is the right time for Zaxby's platters, just as long as you're hungry. That's true. Those platters, they come with a lot of food, baby. Feed your team with your choice of traditional or buffalo fingers or boneless or traditional wings. If you're having trouble deciding, get the best of both worlds with a sampler platter. Don't forget that world-famous Zaxby's sauce. It's good. Satisfy your chicken craving with Zaxby's platters. Order online or in the app. Your Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. Go Knowles. We will be doing the pregame show once again from Hotel Indigo. You see it there if you're watching on War Chant TV. Thanks for that. Like, subscribe, celebrate, pass along, watch every video 700 times. Uh, pregame show from Hotel Indigo, 1230. Yep. Doors open, 1130, if you'd like a little uh, Bloody Mary cocktail or something. I'll I would, that. Tom. I'd like one, Ooh, but right. I'm going to have to wait till after. I mean... I mean <laughs> Uh, man, it's, um, Bloody Marys are tasty, but you got to go easy. Mm-hmm. They can sneak up on you. They can be sneaky. They can be sneaky. You know, we, we missed something here this week, and I feel a little guilty about it. Let's go back and look at this, Tom. You know, our, our man, uh, the great Leonard Hamilton, uh, and, and, and that basketball team, uh, does indeed have, a. Games forthcoming. It's not that far off. It's not that far. Five weeks. Is that right? It sounds about right. It's beginning of November, so it's October on Saturday. You know, I I'm not going to satisfy the request that we got on yesterday's program, um, which I think was um, basically, hey, go through each game and uh, give me the old WRL. That could be a bye week in October, thing. but yeah. yeah. Did you pull up the schedule? Did you pull up the FSU basketball schedule? I did, enough to know that uh, the night before we host the Ragin' Cajuns, you have an 8 p.m. tip here in Tallahassee against the University of Florida. So that's an interesting one-two punch on a football weekend. No, but that's great, right? You just get a little added bonus in there because nobody's going to be all that excited about uh, the Louisiana game, right? So let's uh, let's pack it in, TLC double C. And watch a little basketball. Also, a ton of ACC games before New Year's Day, which I find interesting. I think four? Yeah, I'm looking. Um, we played ten games, by the way, on the ACC Network, beginning with the home game against yes. Florida on November the 18th. The ACC Network will feature more than 100 games. Hey, everybody, the ACC Network. Florida State will play 14 regular season games on the ESPN family of networks. ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU including its home game against North Carolina on February 27th. They'll appear on ESPN's Big Monday telecast for that one. Yeah, last, That's actually cool. Last week of the regular season kicks off with Florida State, North Carolina on Big Monday. And here's more good news for folks who don't like the ACC network. Mm. Starting on September, or sorry, starting on February the 4th mm-hmm. against Louisville and going through the end of the season, there are no ACC network games. So the final month of the ACC slate is not on the ACC network. You're welcome. Yeah. The uh, game against Stetson will be on the ACC Network. Home against Georgia Tech and Boston College and at Clemson. The regional partner, the much-beloved Bally Sports Florida, will have a lot of games as well. Tom, we will we will have a, a time. that The moment will be right for us to preview the season. It is not now. But 
Suffice to say, we were very pleased to find out, obviously, that Matthew Cleveland was coming back and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of Noel fans uh, are doing. That's right. He did come back, didn't he? All right. Needed it. Needed it. Um, really quick, on the heels of our uh, thoughts that we were sending out positive vibes to uh, the fine folks uh, in the in the southern and western parts of the state that uh, got hit so hard, uh, Tom and I were talking, and, and this is a great opportunity. I forgot this existed. Credit to... Uh, to Corey and Aslan for also uh, doing this yesterday. We're, we're going to do this tomorrow on the Jeff Cameron Show. Let's do this, Tom. We're going we're gonna to figure it out tonight, specific, which charity that we're going to donate the money to. But tomorrow's show, for those of you who have been so kind over the uh, start of our time here with War Chant and tune in on a regular basis and donate to the cause as you have, we're going to take all donations. We're going to invite everybody to donate. I normally don't clamor for that, but tomorrow I will because 100% of your donations, it's a cool thing that YouTube does. Normally they, they gank our money, but they, uh, to some degree. Uh-oh. Um, this is behind the curtain now. Yeah, but but now, now well, to a, to a certain degree. Moving along. It's a little, yeah. But but this, this will be 100% of the uh, donations will go to a charity that will help out, like the Red Cross or something like that. Uh it, it, it'll be verifiable, uh, and we will tell you who that is tomorrow. I want to do some more research just to, yeah. just to be real sure that I'm comfortable with where the money's going so that it goes to the right people uh, and the right things down there in the areas most affected by Hurricane Ian. Last night that I saw at the conclusion of the broadcast of Wake Up War Chant, over $1,100 donated. Great. That from is awesome news. The War Chant TV community, you folks are amazing. The Jeff mm-hmm. Cameron Show community has been for decades. Yeah. Here That's locally. a little weird to say out loud, but it's true. Yeah, well, decades. You're into your third decade at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah but nearly 1,200 bucks at the conclusion of the show last night. So awesome! Thank you to everybody who did that. We're going to give you another chance tomorrow, and we'll be a part of that as well. We're going to send some uh, aid down that we we get in our own uh, paychecks too. So yeah, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And uh, thank you. And we will tell uh, all of you specifically where it's going. I know everybody. And listen, you're right to do that. People are going to be like, well, I don't know. I mean, who, what is this organization? So we're going to fully vet it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to just come in here willy-nilly and be like, oh, we're giving it to that guy, Bob. Bob said he'll do the right thing. <laughs> he'll drive it down. <laughs> he'll drive it down there. Bob said, give me your money. I got it. I'll bring it down there. Uh, <laughs> and no, Kev, you already knew about uh, Adrian Martinez and my loathing uh, of him. And uh, the rest is is new. Uh, I suppose, and I think any any parent echoed my sentiment regarding the Fortnite situation. Uh, it's uh, remarkable the hold it has over our nation's youth. <laughs> I wish I invented a game like that. I just just a shoot 'em up game. That's all it is. You just jump around shooting people. That's been done a million times over. But for whatever reason, that particular it's kind of like your love of Halo. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, this particular shoot 'em up game just grabbed hold of the kiddos, and they can't they can't put the they can't put the controller down. Because the tasks are not being fulfilled. It would be whatever game of its time. So for, you know, maybe you, it was Pong. You know, and your mom <laughs> hated Pong. <laughs> Sir, the Atari 2600, please. Or the Commodore 64. What did you have, Rambo 2? Uh, the Commodore 64, which I played Micro League Baseball. Look it up. Oh, okay. Micro League Baseball may have been the most straightforward, basic-ass game of all time. And I still would love to play it. You didn't even see graphics. There weren't. You didn't see people. It told you 
a guy would be the, the 1979 Pirates. It had every roster that ever, like you could choose from the all-time great team. So you could be the 27 Yankees, you could be anybody you wanted, right? So I'd be the 79 Pirates, and then I would play a season with them. And I would print out every single box score on my printer after the game. Because you could choose to swing away, you could swing, you could bunt, you could choose to uh, hit and run, you could choose as a pitcher, you could choose to to avoid contact, you know, try to get a guy to chase. You could try, all this. It was incredible, and it made you just fall in love with baseball. And I would print out 162 game seasons. Oh my! I would play up there, and I'd play all every game. And my mom was like, "There's a forest that has lost all of its trees." Because you can't stop printing out the box scores of make-believe baseball games on your Commodore 64. I'm like, it's very important to look back and learn from history, Mom. I want to know. So the Commodore 64 had a printer with it? Yeah. Yeah, I had a printer with it. What kind of nonsense console is this? (laughs) There's like a printer attached to it? I was a pitfall master back in the day in the Atari 2600. Yeah, so anyhow, those games, yeah, I loved it. I played Enduro. I played all those. You guys are just cruel to me these days. Man reaches his 50s, and all of a sudden, all the jokes. I was around before flight. I, you know, I used to take the, the, the steamboat down the river to go see folks. Steamboat <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> I remember when Flagler built the railroad so we could get to South Florida. It was amazing to see all those orange groves. Incredible times. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with Jeff Cambridge at 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. 